0: Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love. Break them apart. To find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, <laughs> joined as always by my corrupt concert promoter
1: and co-host. Oh, uh, no. French Indian French Indian fellow, Alex D. Grizzly fighter. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. The, the concert promoter might have been one of the only honest, decent men in the film. Uh, all right, guys. This is a special treat, but before that, some business. Please take a second and leave us a rating and review wherever you find the show, especially if that happens to be Apple Podcast app. That helps us out a lot, guys. We appreciate uh, all of you who've been doing that. Thank you. you uh, go over to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Film Alchemist. You can see video versions of these discussions and some other cool stuff we'll be whipping up over there. So Film Alchemist on YouTube. Find us on all the social media you're on. That's a, a great way to get a hold of us. We love communicating with you. If you're on uh, our social media pages, we have a uh, link tree. So you can get one of these awesome t-shirts with our mugs on them. So you can do that. Also, email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. With ideas for movies you'd like to have covered on the show, new old themes, guest hosts, double features, whatever you want. That's what we want to give you. All right. Today special movie the newly released old movie grizzly 2 the revenge aka the predator aka the, the concert. concert that's the one i like the most grizzly the concert cause it really sums up it
1: really sums the two up the movie in my a, opinion
0: a non-connecting sandwich uh, uh alex this was we were looking for a new release movie to discuss for today yep Uh, And Grizzly just felt like something worth talking about. I've seen it now. You've seen it now. We paid our money. uh, We paid to play. Let me put it this way. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If you're coming into this movie to see good cinema, this is perhaps not the best place to drop your ducats. There is a value to this film, though. This sounds so backhanded. (laughs) But... What I think there are things I find so fascinating about this movie. One, this is a famously lost film, right? Yes. It has this unbelievable collection of talent in the cast. And it just has all these behind the scenes bits of mischief, a producer maybe making off with all the money. The movie was never filmed. <laughs> Lying about what the movie was to cheat mean, loc- it, It's crazy shit, right? Yes. So this movie was lost and it became this. Mythical thing that uh, people in the cinephile community would talk about, right? Right. Well, here it is, man. Uh, some fine people came together and uh, attempted to put it back together. Uh, we'll get to that soon. Alex, initial thoughts on Grizzly t-
1: <laughs> Grizzly 2, the concert. Uh, you know, for a long time on this pod, if you've been with us since the beginning, I have been pretty unrelenting and being pissed off for a Griffey. Anytime we watch a movie that I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, I always compare it back to the first movie we watched where I'm like, I never want to watch that movie again, which is humanoids of the deep. Now
0: How I've, grown, you? I've
1: grown, I've grown, I've grown some fondness for it over the years because Hey, what's not to say it's entertaining and it's a movie I saw. Well, again, let me reask you the question I
0: asked at our humanoids of the deep podcast. You ever seen any guy try to score with a babe (laughs) by using ventriloquism foreplay? I rest my case.
1: Like I was saying, (laughs) Grizzly 2, the concert, is now the bar that is so low by which we will watch pretty much any movie. Uh, Having said that, there are parts of this movie that are so oddly entertaining for no reason other than just like, oh my god. There's like there's like five or six moments where you're like, "Hey, that guy, hey that guy!" And then there's about three moments where you're like, "Holy <laughs> shit, that's in the movie." They left that in, mainly because okay. I'm sure that's the only footage they had, but you know
0: i didn't I thought this was going to be a gentleman's discussion. I didn't know we were they living each other in the alley. That's fine, if that's how you want to play it, tough guy.
1: What are we doing uh, <laughs> I'm t- I just said there's parts of this movie that I liked. You are take
0: here's my thing. This movie runs at an hour and 14 minutes, I think, right? If you rent this. Movie.
1: 75 minutes long. Not.
0: I, for the life of me, don't know why they added any of the new stuff that doesn't have a bear in it. Right. Rip yes. that shit out and make this a tight 45. And I think a lot of your hemming and hawing disappears because you can see the skeletal structure of a completely bizarre and wacky giant animal adventure of this era. Oh, yeah. That could have been so weird and funny because this is the era where you just get these amazing side characters. Yeah. Well, there's that a, are just baffling. And
1: <laughs> this is a great, this is a great one of those like, oh man, like Jaws offshoots. You're like, yeah, yeah. but it's Jaws, but in the woods. You're like, cool. I'll watch Jaws in the woods. Why the fuck sure. not? And yeah. that's like the kind of fun thing about this movie is that <laughs> when you watch it through that lens, and people are like, we're just making Jaws in the woods. Just be cool about it. That's very entertaining to me. Like I'm totally on board with that.
0: Yeah. It's, and should you just watch prophecy instead? Probably.
1: Yes. But I mean, absolutely. Again, this, what
0: I would focus on, right? A lot of what we do on this show is ripping movies apart and talking about scenes and this and that. What I really like about this movie is that this film this this fu- this is Phil alchemy at its finest, right? So this fucking dead project probably run by a criminal. It didn't even get finished. Yes. Right. Somehow they accrue an unbelievable cast, right? So they have John Reese Davies playing Paul Saron of the North and it's (laughs) fabulous. Yes. It's fucking fabulous. It's just
1: nice to see Gimli and and plaid.
0: Yeah. And then the thing that they sell the movie on, right? Charlie machine in his prime or before his prime, even Mm -hmm. George Clooney and Laura Dern, and if you watch the trailer and see the poster, that shit is splattered everywhere. And you're like, oh, my God. How did they get these three powerhouses? Yep. They're going to be teens fucking their way
1: through the woods, avoiding this. Right. Giant it was murder eight, bear. I think the movie was shot in 83. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where they were at <laughs> in their careers at that point in 83. Because, like, Clooney was a no name. But I thought maybe it was close enough to Laura Dern becoming famous that maybe I... I think
0: this is the rare they all got scooped right before, right? Right. In in that alone, but see, that's the thing. So this movie became this weird cult obsession. And so what I like about this story is that the film community, there is a bit of a be careful what you wish for element to this (laughs) tale. But I remember when I was a kid, it was trying to find uh, Bruce Lee's Game of Death, right? The one uh, where he fights his way up the pagoda. You had like... I had seen books that had, like, his notebooks of what he wanted the movie to be, but he died during filming. Right. So there's a shitty finished version where they just, like, yeah, we'll finish the story without – it makes no sense. Horrible added scenes, right? But when you just watch the Pagoda shit, you start to see the vision. Mm -hmm. And so this movie I think is so cool is that this movie that has no reason to be seen by anyone, right? There's no merit to this unfinished non-bear giant bear movie, right? Right. But just because of the anomaly of it and the obsession of film fans, right, they just kept this thing growing and growing. It kind of has a Candyman vibe, right? They spoke this shit into existence yes. to where once the rights became all the way united, I think is what happened, right? They went and they're like, we can film a little bit of shit and have this finished. And so now people get to watch all that stuff, which is, again, I'm going to go into that at the end of the film. But there's this really... There are chunks of this really fucking wacky giant animal movie that is pretty fucking fun. Yes. Right? So let's just start up. So essentially the setup of this movie is a corrupt politician who has been run out of Washington, D.C., we're led to believe. He's going to get back in the good graces by throwing an 80s-style Woodstock, right? Mm -hmm. And this is going to win her back into Washington somehow, right? Pair that with the story of a man who left the big city to save his daughter or the eternal sorrow of his daughter, I'm guessing. Because one of the best things, right? We see the ranger who's like, there's a bear, there's a concert. We got to do these missions, right? Like, we got to protect the concert, protect the bear. Right. Or protect the people from the bear. And then they come over and he talks about, there could be like 100,000 kids here and that sucks. And everyone's like, yeah, fuck kids. You're like, all right, I'm totally on board with these Mounties. Let's go. Next thing you know... He's just like, well, that can't be that many kids back in your days at the statue. So this guy goes from guarding the Statue of Liberty to being a fucking park ranger. And I, this is one of those scenes I'm sure uh, was never filmed. And I was like, I want to see the interview process for that. He's like, oh boy, you think you got animals here? You should see once that ferry from New Jersey lands. Am I right? <laughs> A statue of liberty to a park ranger, and then he just picks up like, "Yeah, I'm a woods guy now. I shoot things in the woods." Classic. This could have been a great setup for a prophecy style bear film.
1: Yes, but alas, what it was. <laughs> I again, like, I tried. Here's my thing: like, when we watch movies, we take a lot of notes. Like, I try to like, I usually just kind of like stream of consciousness type on my phone and shit. Cause like my like <laughs> I've done it on my note in my notebooks before, and like I can never read what I wrote afterwards. So I try to do it on my phone as literate as possible. I can tell you, this time I got three notes in, and I'm like, you know what? I don't really think it's going to matter because I'm not going to be able you to were really so
0: pulled in. No, you were so captivated in the vortex of Grizzly too.
1: I can actually tell you, I'm going to pull up the last note I wrote. In fact. <laughs> The last note I wrote was: Why is Laura Dern carrying a travel two-liter of Crush soda?
0: <laughs> because she's kick-ass and everyone wants to date her. That's an every-girl if I've ever seen one. That's final girl stuff. No, I think it's well, just set setup in general, right? Of watching these three actors. And so I guess what's gonna happen is that Clooney is bringing Laura Dern think- into the woods to turn her into a wild woman, sexually speaking. Yeah, so
1: I think he's bringing and Charlie to Sheen fuck. is just gonna watch? Charlie Sheen's <laughs> gonna watch and jerk off in the corner somewhere, and then he goes away inexplicably, and then the bear shows. Like again, this movie is
0: well, he comes back because he said a squirrel was getting unruly. I was like, yeah, right. He's praying for threesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's like, Ooh, we maybe- all
0: know the. That- we all know the dark route that Machine went.
1: We all know we <laughs> we also great. we all know the excuses like, oh God, what are you guys doing? Oh, I guess I could probably come. Let me tap it. Oh in. God, I stubbed my toe. What slip? What's... I
0: fell into your sleeping bag. Oh, <laughs> I'm naked and buttered up. Whoa, how <laughs> strange.
1: We all know how Machine li- we all know how Machine lives, but yeah, like
0: Tiger blood, baby.
1: I th- so that happened, and I like so this sequence occurs, and again. I was reading up about a lot of this cause I was trying to figure out why this movie took 37 years to finish. And besides the fact that the executive producer ran off with all the money, um, it may have been incarcerated, may have been in jail. <laughs> like I read that apparently at the very last second, a uh, Japanese uh, investor swooped in and like kept them going. I also read that Clooney Dern and Sheen were like helping on set move stuff around. Cause like the half the crew had like bailed. Because they knew they weren't That's getting awesome. paid, which is awesome. You That's know, amazing. everybody want, they just want to make a movie. They just want to make a movie. Like you like
0: seeing the megastars. Could you imagine George Clooney like helping grips
1: nowadays? No, no, not a chance. You
0: like to see the humble origins,
1: right? So like that hel- Like, but I read about a lot of this, and because the bear was so, so the bear there's <laughs> an animatronic bear. Because the Ugh. bear never worked properly, all of the stuff that you see of the bear itself is the only footage that's salvageable so anytime people are killed on screen or killed off screen as it were most of the time in this movie it's all done with like sound effects and cutaways which is interesting to me because it still kind of works for being an 80s like jaws ripoff is like without seeing anything you're just like oh that guy died okay cool like the scene where the park range, the old the like old grizzled park ranger cross cuts yeah. between him and the bear like <laughs> which is like the worst editing technique i think i've ever seen in a movie that we've watched so far on this pod <laughs> it's still one of those things you're like well that guy died like the point i think the thing i like about grizzly 2 is that the point is still getting across it's just the manner in which it's being done is not necessarily
0: but you can't to me, you can't fault it on that, right? I'm not. I'm <laughs> saying I the do, points I do love it. that that death of the deputy is followed up by maybe my favorite line in the movie, which is saying something. Which is where a uh, Statue of Liberty deputy doofus shows up, deputy <laughs> doofus, and they find they find the dead old grizzled guy murdered by this giant bear, and he just goes, "You know what worries me? He didn't have his weapons, because I know for a fact he could take a grizzly." <laughs> And I was like, what fucking evidence do you have <laughs> that this old-timer could just show down with a grizzly? What the fuck? Because <sighs> this sets up one of my favorite uh, recurring themes in the movie is... um. So there's the bear conservation lady. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And she has... I don't know how to phrase this as politically <laughs> as I can, <laughs> uh, but her points... In today's media, we would call them hot takes, right? Uh, She's the worst, right? (laughs) So we find out that this bear fucking killed a guy, right? And then we find out now he's killed three fucking uh, teens who were just trying to have an accidental threesome, right? Right, yeah. He comes in. He's like, we got to stop this bear from killing people. Seems fairly logical. They're about to have a
1: massive gathering. massive gathering of people. Absolutely. Sure. I'll be there. Yeah.
0: A new wave buffet is rolling into town, right? They got to lock this bear down. Right. And she just goes, technically, this bear isn't guilty of anything. <laughs> right? I was like, except for fucking four for murders. Fucking murders. Yeah, I was like, because I don't know who you... So the three kids that were camping, they were only sexing each other. Right. The bear, actually, the way it's filmed, it makes it seem like the bear was enjoying it and jerking off to it for a second and didn't... <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like, by so... the... T- yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing... The line that she delivers, which is the best hot take I've ever heard. She looks at the sheriff and in earnestness goes, imagine if someone shot your daughter when she was a baby. What would you do? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, <laughs> hold the fuck up. Also, let me put it this way. If the sheriff's daughter had been killed as a baby and then he ate three sexually aroused teenagers, the sheriff would get put down. Yeah. Like, what's your argument? Same thing. What's it, your fucking the argument? The result
1: would have been the exact same, by the way. It's.
0: <laughs> no, I like to think that in this town, they're just like, sorry, dead baby law. The father gets to eat 10 people. Them's the rules. I don't make them. I just
1: enforce them. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's New Jersey for you. Um, it's such a weird, like, <laughs> that scene then. It's it, like it's weird because she yeah like she kind of doesn't give a shit that four people have died until they bring yeah. in like uh, Gimli and Plaid uh, John Rice Davies. Yeah. He goes, "How many has he killed well, so far?" We're
0: skipping one other thing too, because the other scene when they find Deputy Pete, the fucking bear beater, I guess. Right?
1: What Just the fuck? All- <laughs> I'm so confused by people's alliances in this movie.
0: We see. The formation of an actual criminal conspiracy. Right. Where they're like, someone took his guns. As far as I'm concerned, they might as well have murdered him. It's like, (laughs) I don't think that's the law. They did beat him with a stick. That's a crime. But I don't think they're murderers. Did they set the bear on? Like, what is your. And she's like, yeah, they started this whole cycle of destruction. Wink. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to abuse the shit out of their power. (laughs) Because that's the other group of characters that is so weird in this film
1: the, is the four the four uh, poachers the four guys from uh <laughs> like the they were like extras that got kicked off the set from uh deliverance they're like you guys are a little hardcore get out of here
0: <laughs> well
1: they're like the four
0: guys that they would have cast in deliverance if they're like no one would believe that these guys didn't fuck the hillbilly
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, like these guys you guys are not are down okay. for
0: whatever goes It's so, because they have, so we find out that the first guy that gets killed, we see this guy, he's out in the woods, he gets mauled by a giant bear pulp, smacked into some bushes, right? He gets killed. They go out. I saw a giant bear. I escaped and it killed your brother. Right. What? And they start losing, but they're like, but in San Fran, we could make a hell of a killing off a bear.
1: Yeah, what the (laughs) fuck?
0: The morning lasts like three seconds. Three seconds, right? And then it's it's go time. They're going to hunt the bear in revenge. <laughs> the very next time we see these guys, they are all sitting around a fucking shitty fire, hammered in the daylight. <laughs> so I was like, I guess we're done with mornings. They're just like, look at me, do stick up my butt comedy.
1: <laughs> and they're dancing around. And it's... <laughs> yeah it's so good yeah anytime they cut here's this is always the thing is anytime they cut to those guys (laughs) that's the movie i want to watch and we keep getting pulled we keep getting pulled away to other things like that's the movie like i think yes this movie was a tight 45 which basically cuts out all the concert footage which is whatever but like we'll we'll get to that later but if this was a a type 45 and it was literally about like two competing parties hunting a killer grizzly bear that's a great fucking movie as far as i'm concerned i'm on board with that that concept hunting and getting hunted that concept checks a lot of boxes off for me what i think absolutely what i think causes a problem in this movie of like you and i texting each other back and forth like oh my god what is happening like Not out of, and mostly out of joy, because we're just like, can you fucking believe this person's in the movie? Can you believe that person's in the movie? Why? What is going on? The thing is, (laughs) when they start cutting out and cutting back and forth, like, everything that goes on with this person who's trying to get back in with the highfalutins in D.C. does not work for me. Actually, a completely useless subplot.
0: In a way, it's not, though, right? Because she's trying to use this as her way back into D.C. So because of that... She's telling him, essentially, to cover it up or just go fucking murder this bear, right? Right. So that tells you a lot about her in this town. By proxy, that forces him to leave his daughter. She walks in to the least secure musical concert set ever. Wow. And just gets given a job, yeah. right?
1: She's literally standing and next, next to you know, the stage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they're just like, you got a job. Uh, and next thing you know, <laughs> so the sheriff's talking to the guy about... The muscle he's hired, he just goes, "Hey, uh, F Y I, my daughter's a good girl, and I'd like her to stay that way."
1: Know what I mean? Yeah, which is like <laughs> you know, super like- weird.
0: No, it's not though, because every park ranger dad's like, "Hey, uh, don't let the rock stars fuck my daughter." Yeah, please. exactly.
1: Like, come on, They're, like sitting there the whole I'll time, like, don't I don't know let- what
0: his jurisdiction is on non-furry creatures, but like, hey, don't fuck my daughter. It's <laughs> so he cares, but not enough to like you know. Be with his daughter. It's a bear's murdering.
1: I mean, sure. (laughs) It's, it's so weird. Like the other thing too. I know. I'm gonna go back to the politician because it's Louise Fletcher who played uh, Nurse Ratchet in One Flew of the Ratchet, Yeah. Who I honestly didn't realize that was her. I knew she looked familiar, and I couldn't remember who she was. But it was because her performance was so shitty. And I was just like, she must be getting paid a buttload of money to be bad. Or she's a TV action. I'm like, oh, my God, that's fucking Louise Fletcher. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. Or are, they're like, you have
0: half a take. Yeah. Finish
1: up. You have. like, Yeah. Come in. I'll give you like five hundred thousand dollars to do like 20 minutes of work. You're like, great. Done. Yeah. Like, that's how it feels is she's just like uttering the lines. And there's a scene where I feel like she's reading off the script, like she's writing something down or maybe that's the woman who plays the, the conservation. Sorry. That's the woman who plays the conservationist, where she's literally like writing something down. I'm like, sh- that's the script. Like she's literally reading the lines off the script.
0: And then she comes up hot with the, let me tell you the band is 20% oh, and she just goes ape shit. And I right. was like,
1: wow. Like my fa- she's like,
0: I haven't done my homework. I haven't done my homework. Well, like my everyone standoff. does in high school and make a big, my dis- favorite
1: standoff for her <laughs> in the whole movie is between her and Bouchard. The John Rice Davies character. Oh, yeah. After they shoot the Let's just talk baby. about
0: Bouchard right now. Because he, I would argue Bouchard alone is enough reason to watch this movie. I would
1: agree with it. that. One hundred percent. I would agree with that.
0: He's fucking awesome. Uh, his introduction is great. So it's like, there's a man. He can take Grizzlies out with his bare hands. He's the best trapper. Right. And she's like, he's cruel. No, don't go up there. They go up there. And I guess he may have dropped the tree on them. I don't know. So a tree is on their Jeep. They get out. There's just the fucking brawny dude. (laughs) And he's got an ax and a holster and he's holding an ax. Right? So he's got double axes, which is just immediately you're like, this
1: guy's cool. And he's got got, like Padawan
0: braids and shit. Sweet
1: mullet. Sweet (laughs) mullet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, this guy's kick ass. And he's so badass that he puts his axes away. To just lift the tree off of the car. <laughs> I was like, that seems like a perfect job for an axe. I mean, no muscle.
1: What's awesome. And then he turns
0: around and like a boss goes, you have a problem with a baby bear? It's not a baby, okay? Dude.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: can we? It sets up what is the best conflict of the movie, though, which is him monologuing right in conservation lady's face. Yes.
1: Can we please talk about, this is actually something that, like. Throughout the movie, I'm like, how was this character originally written versus when John Rice Davies took the part? He's like, I'm changing this character entirely. Because John Rice Davies is like (laughs) a classically trained actor. They clearly wrote Bouchard to be like a backwater Louisiana type like trapper. Like they wanted him to be like he was like pulled through time from the time of the Louisiana Purchase. And so, like. like because the the lines are written a specific way but john rice davies does it in his accent like whatever his accent he's developed for this movie he's doing it in his accent because it's weird to hear john rice davies say words like ain't because there's that like that whole scene where he like i can't remember the line exactly but him hearing him say ain't in whatever his accent is which is like half british in a lot of ways you're like There it is, man. Like, this movie is... God. This movie could just be called Bouchard, The Reckoning, and I'd be like, done. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, if it was Orca, but with him versus the Grizzly, oh, this movie hell kicks yes. ass.
1: Oh, my God, yes. That's what
0: I mean. He's so good in this role. And then it... So, because we get the tragic backstory, too, right? Like, I heard of Bouchard. I heard His of Bouchard. His wife and yeah. daughter was eaten by a bear. Now he can smell them out. So you're like, oh, my God, this is a... Supernatural revenge thriller. Absolutely. He's going after this mama bear, right? That somehow is just 100% 18 percent because she swelled with anger. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but at the end, when he cl- he's just walking around with his war paint on, so awesome. when he jumps on that bear with his axe, and, ha, ha, I was like, this movie kicks ass. Yeah, and then he gets impaled, and he just watches the bear walk past him.
1: Yeah, I was like, there's a lot going on here. We could have dug into. See, within that, like, there's probably within this movie i'd say what do you think 15 minutes of like bouchard versus the world total
0: oh i mean if that right like if that to I me, feel like this movie
1: that ended up being
0: like 40 minutes of concert b-roll
1: oh yeah a lot i don't know i read this <laughs> they uh everyone in the everyone in the movie with the band was unaware they were being filmed for the movie
0: <laughs> that cannot be true like
1: or maybe i'm maybe i'm reading it wrong like at least most of the people who uh like most of the people who were involved with the concert because apparently the concert was the largest gathering of people in hungary since the hungarian revolution of 1956 <laughs> so like i totally forgot this was filmed in hungary oh yeah sorry this was filmed near budapest so if I'm remembering this correctly, all the, uh, at least all the concert goers were not aware that this that was being used as film footage for a movie. They thought it was like just concert footage. So.
0: I would fucking hope so, because there's that scene when the kids are rolling in. Oh yeah, They're like look at these fucking, look at these chuds, fucking man. idiots, and like, then there's the two girls perfect. that are walking in with babies, just smoking, and I was like. Different times, my friend. <laughs> it's the harder world.
1: Which is sad because it's like, like those
0: two moms will beat that bear's ass right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is sad because like it's like the eighties. So it was like different times, but by then we at least knew some things. It's pretty oh amazing that it happened. But yeah, like if you get rid of all the concert B roll, which there's like a verbose amount. Actually, also um the Park Ranger's daughter has that scene with the guy, the musician where
0: oh yeah where we find out she definitely she
1: fucked, definitely fucked him definitely fucked him like earlier mission. that week like i was trying to figure out like i'm like did i miss a scene i actually scrolled back through the movie i'm like did i miss a scene or something like that i didn't it was literally <laughs> well, that just-
0: scene is priceless too because he's a nihilist he's like i'm just a toy he's I like doing a bad hair hazog right yeah i'm just a toys for the world of man i'm I I i'm but a gypsy not i'm not nothing but you know i got to run and keep it tight and fuck and i was like <laughs> piece of shit <laughs> fuck that guy so i wrote down the musical acts right because there is a lot of them yeah, right please uh so the first act we see is the suspiria witches selling out <laughs> right
1: so yes the
0: suspiria witches come on stage and do their dance to the song the world of automation
1: automation
0: uh there the guy who fucks his daughter is in uh short shorts duran yep uh-huh then we have a uh, half shirt and weird rolled up sweatpants morrissey yep and then uh Let's see. There's a band of old guys Yeah. Uh, that I called the Tom Baker experience I have written down here. <laughs> and I'll get to another band soon. But yeah, I was like, this bear can Were the old can guys the like, reshoots? This seems like the shittiest concert ever. I, well, th- okay. Because there is an gonna old man. I'm going to do a thing on the reshoots in a minute, but yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: Sorry. Go, but before, but also, before we get to the reshoots.
0: I, I was thinking, though, and I was like looking at the lineup of the Susperia Witches, uh, Weird drift Morrissey, the Tom Baker experience, right? And I was like, "Tom Baker experience." so Nurse Ratchet, right? The small town fucking yokel counselor or whatever is like, this will get me back at the high table. <laughs> this will get me back in the lock." room. This is
1: how I get back <laughs> in.
0: But again, that's an illuminated character moment where you're like, oh man. Yeah. She's bad at her job. Yeah. She
1: is she's dog not, shit. No at wonder
0: this. this is out of control. <laughs> Fuck. but that's i i laugh so hard at the weird because this also the whole concert in general oh god like i love when the guy shows up at the end to pick his daughter up and he's like hey, there's only like a bunch of people getting killed by bears and you're fucking rock stars you can have another hour or two it's fine <laughs> yeah okay let's let's just do the reshoot stuff now yeah. um Again, I appreciate that this movie was saved and recut together. Again, the John Reese Davies thing I will hold near and dear to my heart. Absolutely. Um I have some big fucking beefs with how they re piece this thing together.
1: Wow. That's I was telling you with. when
0: the movie started, I was unaware that they added new footage, right? Yeah. So I was like, "Wow, they really cleaned this footage up." Yeah, I for the actually first, like. Was two like <laughs> minutes. I thought that was old footage.
1: Well, so the up- opening up-rest. was. So the opening of the movie is like, uh, I was like, "Oh, or did they just buy?" Because you can buy like on Shutterstock, like nature footage and shit. So I was yeah. like, "Oh, they must have just bought some like bear footage, and that's like the way it goes." And then there was a drone shot. Besides like the CGI, the CGI blood, yeah. which of course is terrible, and then a drone the CGI shot CGI blood. Out of the I was
0: like, "Oh, fuck." It's going to be one of those movies. Yeah.
1: It's like that happens. And then there's just big like a fucking add drone a shot over the woods. I'm like, there we go.
0: Yeah. Well, the other thing too, that I hated about what they did, right. By adding in all these like fucking drone shots. I was like, this movie for the first half is cut like a golf tournament. It's edited like a PGA golf. T- he hit the ball It hit the grass cut yes. to a, a nature shot. Oh, someone else is hitting cut to a nature. I was like, they fucking edited this movie to be the PGA tour. And I hate it. Um, The only time this stuff works is I love. There's a weird scene in the very middle of the movie that for no reason. I think it's right after Pete gets murdered. Right. Mm -hmm. They just cut away to this long. And this is the other problem is it's not used sparingly. It is constant. Yeah. And so there's a nature montage of various baby bears that don't even look like they're the same species, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And they're just, like, chilling, right? Right. Playing. There's even a mom deer licking another deer. I was like, what the fuck? But I believe it comes uh, after she's committed a murder. I was like, is this the mom bear's dreams? Is this the (laughs) the mom bear's dream sequence about her murdered baby? So I was like, if so, great artistic decision. Love
1: it. Like I love that.
0: Because this is right after we saw John Rhys, uh Davies, I believe. Yeah. He saves the nature lady by killing a bear that's trying to kill her. She just grabbed a gun, right? She tried to grab a gun, but was too afraid and ran away. Right. Then she turns around with, I do declare. How dare you? And she accused him of being a bear racist, I think. Uh-huh. And they cut away to a shot of a bear doing, wah, wah. like, America's funniest home video. <laughs> <face>. <laughs> <laughs> and so this... Hurts me a lot because I feel like everything they added to the movie essentially makes it worse.
1: Yeah. Well, and that sucks. I would actually go further than that and say the ponderous decisions of some of the like, like, all right, B roll of bears, you're just trying to up your production value. Drone shots of the woods, sure. All right, you're just trying to up some production value. That makes sense. Yeah. The curiosity I have with. The reshoots is that one old guy with the man bun and the other girl singing. I'm like, that's what you spent your money on. It's weird. Well, not
0: only that. So not only do they do it cutaways, no do Coachella sense. kids, Coachella kids that do not look like Hungarians in the early 80s. They don't look
1: anything like they're in the early 80s.
0: Why do we have so much concert and people footage so much? It's 40 so minutes of the movie fucking much. And the songs are all trash and it's just make this 45 minutes and charge us $2. Everyone would still pay to see it absolutely, because it's an anomaly. The thing that made me mad though, right? The old guys do not look like they belong in this movie. If they were shot in the eighties, that's just a weird casting period. That's a producer as a friend. Yeah. But to your point, when you throw in a middle-aged man in a man bun and a black t-shirt, a lady in a peasant dress, and they're in a fucking ska band with dudes wearing a fedora. (laughs) That's the point where I was like, you got to be. I'm suffering a lot of indignities watching this movie just to get my John Reese Davies and weird Statue of Liberty Ranger on. (laughs) And you're fucking me. This is so why they added that, why they didn't take 20 minutes of the music out. I'll never understand because they had to spend money to do that. and Maybe not much, but use that every dollar they had should have been spent on bears. Just fucking do a Sharknado. Give me CG it's bears fine. mauling the fucking poachers. The weirdest poacher group of all time. We see that awesome where he's like up in the tree. The other guy's killed in his pit. Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. put a bear paw in there, poof, smacking him in the tree. Anything. They built a fucking Chuck E. Cheese shoulder of a bear to light some fireworks off. Yeah. And that actually cut pretty well with the John Reese davies Works ending. fine for me. I thought that me. was
1: fun. That actually but made do a lot of sense. more of that.
0: Yeah, that adds value to the mood. Do more bear shit. Overall. That concert is so egregiously long. It's ridiculous. and so egregious because it doesn't matter. T- this is a lost movie, right? People are watching it because they're like, wait, all those people are in it and what the fuck? They're not watching it because they want to see a fully formed narrative, right? Watching the Suspiria sisters do their encore does not add, anything add anything. to this movie.
1: Like- Again, this movie. 45 minutes. This movie is demonstrably better if it's 45 minutes and focused almost completely on hunting this grizzly bear. Yeah. Like. If there's three more moments with
0: a bear in no concert. Two minutes. Except for to set up the politician angle. Yeah.
1: That's fine. And then, like, two minutes of shit exploding. Other than that, I need no concert footage at all. Yeah, the concert
0: is a good setup, right? It's like it's just one of those weird enough choices. It's fine.
1: It's an eight. It's eighties, right? Yeah, it's a great
0: venue for this to happen. Yeah, I don't want to watch the shittiest bands, including some producer's friend who's in a ska band at fifty, interrupting my fucking John Reese Davy double axing a bear. Yeah,
1: give me that every time.
0: the The indignation I felt in that moment. (laughs) Because even the old guys at least are, like, on a stage. Because I was like, the Tom Baker experience or Queen on their 18th farewell tour, whatever that was supposed to be. I was like, at least they look like they were on a stage performing. Yeah. When you're just using Coachella kids in fucking Fedora saxophone guy, just because you want an extra, I mean, what was that? Two minutes of movie? Why does it matter if this is an hour 14 and not an hour 10? Yeah. Like, Fucking chop out the Scott. Chop band. that out. Give we me more chop that out and Scott find me band. find
1: dig through more footage. Find me some more John Reese Davies stuff, please. How
0: about this? Instead of paying the Coachella kids to cheer at a concert, pay three of them to put short shorts on and go get murdered by a CG bear. Please.
1: Do that. The fact that any money was I wonder spent if a on script exists for this that isn't bear murders is pretty shocking. Yeah.
0: Well, this was a short notice, last second replacement in our schedule, right? Right. So I didn't have a chance, but I would love to find the script for this film. Yes. I would love... That would be make me so fucking happy to own the script for this movie. Because... Yes. I just can't imagine there was 20 minutes of, you know, short shorts Duran just riffing. <laughs> like, that can't be a thing that exists. I don't know. It's pretty it, impressive. It hurts me because people... The love of fans kept this alive, right? Even though they had no idea really what this was, right? It was rumors and innuendo. Just bring it back like that, man. And if you want to bring back the bear movie, bring it back with bears and less of that nonsense. Because the ending was cool, man. The bear got electrocuted. He was all riled up in the middle. Arrgh,
1: that was rah. awesome.
0: Great. That was great. That was fun. All right. I, that's what I mean. I think watching the old footage is kind of a a time capsule into a an era of filmmaking that i miss it's just it's a really weird setting with an overly convoluted story um all the characters have really weird back choices and are, i feel like character like background characters in this era were just weird like just fucking weird right yeah and then you have uh fucking what's his name barouche wrote
1: bouchard B- bouchard
0: Bouchard, yeah, rolling in as this badass bear hunter. Awesome. I was like, this movie has all of these fucking weird ingredients. All these really
1: cool ingredients to make a movie that would be fucking awesome, like in the vein of Orca, but with a fucking bear. And
0: And I I understand we're never gonna get that version of the movie. I should still be able to watch that forty minutes of footage without the fucking PGA tour cutaways and a ska band that's fifty years old. All right. That hurt my soul. Do
1: you want to hear? I, I want to. I, I did find the so the IMDb page just has some pretty fun trivia. If you have, yeah,
0: if, I would love to hear that. All right,
1: so <laughs> for let's so the first things about uh, hung. So the Hungarian government seized most of the production's equipment for non-payment of bills. <laughs> the Canon Adds group. Up. The Canon group. Not, not the Canon like uh, Cameron can, Canon cameras. It's Canon K C A N N O N, not K bought the film in 1987 and planned to complete post-production, <laughs> but the company began having financial troubles in 98 and the film was forgotten. It was not thought to exist anymore until a work print surfaced on the internet in 2007. 2007. Who was that guy?
0: Who had the work print of this and it's just like, this is what the world needs Who's now?
1: just sitting on that? All right. In regards to the concert, this is what I was talking about earlier. The concert scenes were filmed after a performance by the band Nazareth. I don't know who that is.
0: Nazareth? You don't know Nazareth? No. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw them at the Indiana State Fair as a boy.
1: <laughs> the crowd was unaware that the following act was not a real band and were being recorded for a film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't buy. They totally bought into the Suspiria sisters.
1: I guess so. What's the, Suspiria you know what the sisters best part big.
0: about those scenes is you see the Suspiria sisters. We are not automatons or automatons, and they do these like. Big wide shots of the crowd. Yeah, every person is standing there with their arms crossed, not moving at a concert. It's so good.
1: All right, let me see. Well, let me see. let me find. Oh, here, this is these are two. These are the last, these are the last two ones these are the ones I want to talk about. Uh, the second unit director who was in to film the concert scenes had a nervous breakdown just before filming and was not able to continue working. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he also did not like the ska band.
1: He also was She's not like, a huge is fan too, of uh,
0: Unbelievables. He was not a big fan Hungarian of the Suspirius
1: Sisters, I guess. And then, oh my gosh, no one's going to watch this concert. <laughs> and then my final piece right here: the original director of photography hired for this movie was Vilmos Zygmunt, who has won a lot of Oscars in his life. What he, But he quit due to creative differences. Yeah, I fucking bet. Are you kidding me? Imagine.
0: IMDB should have a uh, least fucking shocking factoid collection. And that's got to be in the top ten. Oh my god. I can't. Really, wasn't vibing with Grizzly 2, the concert? Eh?
1: Vilmos was not interested in being the director of photography for Grizzly 2, the concert. No but it had nothing to do it had nothing to do the the loss of innocence of that daughter but the rest of it seems like puppy it had nothing to do with anything regarding the budget the schedule anything it was creative stuff just wasn't vibing with the material i guess
0: (laughs) he finally he just was like yeah i'll do it because he wanted money and then he read the first page of the script and he's like what (laughs) fuck you uh i i don't know man this look this was a this was a treat though, man. I feel like we've kind of been making fun of it. But again, man, it's a joy. But that's part of like this is the thing. A lot of movies you watch aren't polished gems, right? No. This is trust Kind me. of a this is kind of a turd. Right? Like it's not a great <laughs> film and the stuff they added is almost exclusively horrible except for the mother dreaming of her dead baby frolicking in the woods. <laughs> that's great. But you know what? It's you get to look back at a movie that could have been. And that's that's worth something, man. Yeah. And I'm glad that people liked it enough to keep it alive, right? And we got an all-time character out of it from John Reese davies that we can always imagine. God, what would have happened if that guy would have gotten more run in this movie, right? What if they would have had more awesome bear shit back in the day? What if the producer just didn't Kaiser So Say Away? With any hopes of this movie right. coming out as well, here's as my plan.
1: question: If you redid this as like, if you redid this movie as an orca type thing, yeah. who can be Bouchard? Or do you just have John oh, Rice like, Davies I, do it again?
0: Are you asking me to write Grizzly Three? I'm
1: asking you to write Grizzly Two Part Two: The New Concert.
0: Grizzly three, the
1: beyond The beyond. And it, but uh, it's like, encore. it's like a double, but at the double, the, the bands are the double bill. It's like Coheed and like Avenged Sevenfold or something like that. You know,
0: that's way too good for this. This is not <laughs> the level of bands they were working with in this movie. So <laughs> they could get like to match what this movie was. It'd have to be like the YouTube guy who sang chocolate rain <laughs> and uh, the cash me outside girl that's like the level of talent that was at this. Thing. so so if you're asking me if i would watch john reese davis playing an old brouchard who got peeled off that pipe right he's like whoa and he's like i can't find bears and pick up trees no more but i know i can still smells them right because he says that if a fir- if a pine needle hits the forest floor right the eagle sees it the deer hears it but the bear smells it he's like i still got the smells and all of a sudden he meets a young man and he's like My mom conceived me at that concert. My dad was in short shorts Duran, and he was murdered, and I'm back for blood, right? Because I'm a gypsy now. My life never mattered because the royalties dried up, and (laughs) And that guy just wants to learn. And Bouchard has to go get his, his fucking just barrel with like 15 axes out. And we have essentially Batman Beyond mixed with Orca. I'm down. I'm with yeah. That. I would watch that movie. I would rent that movie too. I'd rent that movie for full price. Well, maybe not. Fifteen dollars. <laughs> you bring Vilmos back. We get the gang back together. <laughs> we hire that editor from the PGA tour, <laughs> and we get this thing done. And it doesn't take us forty years. We get the ga- we
1: get the gang together. I'm down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, man. It was just. It was kind of like one of those nice treats, right? It's something you thought you'd never get. Now you got to see it. And you saw that there was some stuff that was worthwhile. Buried by a lot of new stuff that is not worthwhile, man. So it's a mixed bag. Uh, But most movies are. So I enjoyed my time with Grizzly 2. I'm glad I finally got to check it off the old uh, viewed list. Uh, But yeah, be prepared, man. It is is rough. It is fucking rough. All right, guys. That's it for Grizzly 2, The Predator. The Revenge, the concert, the Revenge of the Predatory Concert. Uh, We'll be back on Thursday with uh, our New Year's resolution film, Requiem for a Dream. Good Lord. Exhausting. (laughs) Talk about a movie that could have used 45 minutes of concert footage. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Please leave us a rating and review. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Film Alchemist. Find us on all the social media you're on. And email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. We'll see you guys Thursday. Thanks for braving the woods with us. For the Film Alchemist, I'm Josh Griffin. I'm Alex Dandino. Bouchard. Got to get the man smells off.